0: This episode also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash arttrap. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This episode is also supported by the Podshock Podcast Companion app for the iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch, now available in the iTunes App Store.
1: Live from Cranley Halt, it's Doctor Who Podshock.
0: Doctor Who Shop. Okay, well, let's do it. Now, I, whatever it is, if it's valuable, send it to us.
1: <laughs> For the best in all things Doctor Who, it's Doctor Who Podshock, the podcast all about Doctor Who, the longest running science fiction television program, with Louis Trapani, hello. Ken Deep, hello, James Norton, hello, New. Fabulous reviews, oh no, and fan mail for James, for uh, forty thousand. Doctor Who PodShock from the Gallifrey Embassy. You know that guy James was really cool. Oh yeah, we blew that.
2: I'm the Doctor. And who are you? who are you? Who are you?
1: The Gallifrey Embassy presents Doctor Who PodShock, episode two hundred and thirty-six. My name is Ken Deep, alongside Mr. Lewis
0: Trapani. Hello, greetings and salutations.
1: And across the, <laughs> across the great pond, the daddy himself, Mr. James Norton
0: Hello. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> so, uh, welcome back, James. Thanks. Good to be here. So, how is everyone?
3: Not so bad, bit of a cold, but other than that, doing good.
0: You guys? Well, we were being snowed in, but other than that, it's... Uh, status is normal (laughs) status quo here (laughs) situation normal yeah
3: (laughs) how's everything with you
0: (laughs) looking forward to uh, the warmer temperatures of la when we uh make the trip to gallifrey
1: yes it's right around the corner at this point it's a couple weeks away from the time we're recording and even less time by the time the podcast gets out and with any luck we'll have our gallifrey preview coming up in a little while some of the things to look yeah. out for for some mm. of the excitement at this year's Gallifrey.
3: It's very very exciting. I'm very jealous that I can't be there for the first time in. Well, I've made the previous other two, didn't I? But never mind. You guys will fly the podshock flag.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you're going to be busy doing other things, and. <laughs> yeah,
3: 2011 is going to be a very busy year. <laughs> it's going
0: to go down in history.
3: It certainly is. <laughs>
0: But all good stuff. It's, uh, we'll have you on uh, via, well, if, if the internet guards allow it, we'll have you on via Skype and um, we'll bring you to Gallifrey one way or the other.
3: It'll work out, I'm sure. It all will work out. So, so what's why a, don't we go straight into the newsroom?
0: Yeah, let's see what's cooking in the news.
3: Yeah. So... A wonderful news jingle, there it is. <laughs> So in casting and uh, filming news for the, the latest series, Series 6 of Doctor Who, we've got more information about uh, some more actors who are on board with the show. Um, it's actually, this is information has been revealed by an agency, specifically Gordon and French, who have listed uh, Danny Sapani or Sapani as appearing in Episode 7 of the next series he's going to be playing a character called Colonel Manton and likewise uh, the same agency has also listed another actor for the third episode a guy called Lee Ross who's playing the character of Boatswain which I'm quite excited about because Lee Ross anybody who is uh, a big fan of Ashes to Ashes um will know that uh, that or, well, they may not know, but they would recognise him as DCI Lytton uh, He was uh, he was in a few episodes of Ashes to Ashes, so I'm quite thrilled that uh, they're keeping the parallel between Doctor Who and Ashes to Ashes, uh, and, and indeed Life on Mars. So that's all very good and fun. Mm. Also, there's a, quite a few pictures come online now of a uh, filming down in uh, in Charleston, near. St. Tostel all the way down in Cornwall, right in the very south of England, where they have been filming for several days. It's on the coast, so there's quite a few sort of rural marine scenes, if you like, on, on by the beach and so on, but I'm not going to give too much away. You can seek them out if you would so wish, Of where there's quite a few nice little uh, pictures and videos and and all sorts. I've looked at the pictures, but I haven't really checked out the videos because uh, I haven't wanted to spoil things. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I, I don't really get on with videos of filming. It kind of spoils the the magic for me a little bit. Maybe I'm a little bit weird, but but hey ho.
0: No, well, it's the
1: same episode apparently that uh, Hugh Bonneville has been cast in.
3: Yeah, that's I also big this news. Is much recently, of a isn't spoiler
1: because it? it's not really his name or anything, but he is. Cast as, or this is so it sounds as pirate captain.
3: <laughs> so, I just as hey. soon as I heard that news, you know, do you, you know what I thought of instantly?
0: Bruce Purchase, space
3: pirate. <laughs> yeah, the, the pirate planet.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh um, no, I was I was going further back than that with the space pirates and Patrick Droughton
0: wearing those <laughs> sure. helmets and Bruce Purchase played the pi- the the captain, so that's why I immediately thought of him. Hmm but I doubt very much it's going to be the same character, so. No, no. no it, this is more, from the look of
1: the ships and whatnot, it's not a space pirate and, and more of a arg, you know. Arg. Mm. Well, that, you know, I, they, they said
3: that about uh, about Voyager the Damned when they saw the costumes and things, but uh, yeah. you never know. You never know with Doctor Who.
1: Mm. Well, I, I mean, obviously we're ecstatic about Hugh Bonneville being cast in in this uh, in this episode in this role because it'll probably be pretty prominent. I've been watching Downton Abbey, so this was uh, uh, just kind of coincidental. It's been on Masterpiece Theatre here in the in the states, so um, wow. it's been in the forefront of of you know my viewing lately, and all of a sudden he's in Doctor Who. I was like jackpot.
3: Yeah, well, even even here in the UK, Downton Abbey's gone down a storm. Uh, particularly over Christmas and things. and I think it was shown just before Christmas, actually.
1: And giving Um, Upstairs Downstairs a run for its money from what I hear.
3: This is it. This this has been the huge rivalry between ITV and the BBC. And this is, I know I've taken ITV to task a lot on the show before for not doing, you know, previously their idea of cutting-edge drama was primeval. I mean, that says it all. Um, But they really hit a home run with this and uh it completely knocked me for six it's been superb and anybody who hasn't uh checked it out should do so straight away even upstairs downstairs was fantastic as well um but downton i think just just had the edge slightly and it's going to be great to see Hugh in doctor who because he's he's such a terrific actor
1: it's Hugh on who
3: Hugh on who yeah <laughs> to coin a phrase <laughs>
0: if, if we can uh, take a moment, to a uh, break from the news, we have someone else joining us on this podcast. If,
3: if, Ooh, exciting. If we can. Calling. He's going to be on the other end of the line.
0: <laughs> Hello? Hey, Josh. Joshua hey. Lou. Freeman, how are you?
4: This is a bit surprising. Hi. <laughs> Hi.
0: <laughs> we're, we're on the air and we're recording.
4: Are we recording right now? Yes. Okay. We're we're
0: in the middle of the news segment. You've called us
4: in the middle of the news. Oh, my God. Well, report away. I'm here. I'll stand by for a bit. Yeah, sure. Well, (laughs) we're glad to have you here.
0: Joshua Lou Friedman is our Los Angeles correspondent for Doctor Who Pachuk and a great help to us, especially in this month of February, more so than any other month of the year. But he helps us throughout the whole year.
4: Yes. I, I do attempt to do that, yes. Thank you.
1: And one of our <laughs> one of our hosts of LobbyCon on Thursday night, one of mm-hmm. the... Uh...
4: Yeah, someone actually, um, I believe it was David Wheeler, Dave and Tara, uh, contacted me on certain ingredients for certain drinks. They were wondering if I was... <laughs> yes. Wow,
1: they've already put a request. Yes, you're and legendary. Yeah, and they were, about were
4: actually buying, already buying extra provisions for that, so... Um, I'm not interrupting like a major news break or anything. I, we can talk. <laughs> this is like, news. You know.
3: Gallifrey is big news. The cocktails at Gallifrey are yeah, big I, news. I don't, <laughs> want,
4: I don't want to be interrupting a big, like a big announcement on the new series or something <laughs> to talk about drinks. Come so on, ahead and... Come
3: on, Josh. You, you know you know Shock. You know how this works by now.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I had no idea. Uh, but hi. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, we're looking forward to LobbyCon. Looking forward to the whole, the whole kit and caboodle.
1: Well, you know, we're going to yeah. be doing our Gallifrey preview. So, if you want to hang on a little bit, you can join sure. us in our Gallifrey preview segment. You, you of all people who've been there since the very first Gallifrey, would be a big yes. help. Yes,
4: by by all means, um, I'll um, yeah. Let me get the schedule in front of me too, just in case uh, you have any questions or whatever. <laughs> just in so. case you need to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have the schedule completely, me- me- you know, memorized. I know when uh, of well, course the what B- we're gonna- B- Talk live show is at. Sunday at 2 o'clock, if what, I'm not mistaken.
0: What we're going to try to do is focus on maybe tips and... Hello? Uh, yeah, Josh, can you hear me?
4: Yeah, I, oh. I lost you for a minute. I'm back. Alright.
0: So what we're going to try to do in our preview is uh, try to focus on what attendees can expect or give tips or a guide to attendees that, you know, of stuff that they may not have find on the website. So, uh, you know,
4: well, I, I don't sure. know if a schedule
0: would, would be yeah, that please much. Please
4: wrap up the news. I, I, don't think, think, I feel like I'm interrupting. Yeah, you know, no, you're not
0: interrupting. You're always so.
4: welcome on here, Josh. Oh, so, I
0: mean, there's a, there's a schedule online, so people can go on and get the schedule and all that. But I, I think what we're going to try to do is focus on other stuff. Sure.
3: Yes. Yeah, go ahead. That to come. So, just to wrap up the news then, Doctor Who is, well, the fifth series is is finally going to appear in France next month on France 4, or France 4. Um, they're showing the 31st series of the show, starting with Le Prisonnier Zero, or what we would know as The 11th Hour, which is going to be on the 12th of February at 8.35pm, so fairly late on in proceedings. Um, which is quite fun, really, because viewers in France got to see the end of The Tenth Doctor last Christmas Day when the same channel showed the Christmas... Well, what we would know as the end of time. And it's really quite great that they've done it. I mean, it takes a bit of time to get it over there, I suppose, in France, because... Uh, the French prefer shows which are dubbed as opposed to subtitled. So as soon as they've wrapped in the UK, they have to send it over to, to France and get French actors to, you know, dub all the lines in over, over Matt and Karen and all the other fantastic uh, actors on the show.
0: I mean, the whole cast don't, don't just learn French and just re-loop it. With, if um, <laughs> only, if only. And if you
3: do get, have the chance to go over to, uh, to Doctor, Gallifrey yes. base, yeah or the Doctor Who news page. You can see a fantastic little video, which is on YouTube, of uh, of Amy and, uh, <laughs> and the Doctor speaking in French, or being dubbed in French, so, you know, a bit of promotion for the channel, which is uh, a lot of fun. Um, and as well as that, they've also, Doctor Who news for any of our French listeners that may be out there listening to the podcast, is that Series 4 will also be released on DVD in French, uh, uh, very very soon. Um,
0: yeah, I, in, you have probably mean series five or the thirty. No no
3: series four. The, the, the last the series of uh, of David Tennant. Yeah. Oh okay. It's uh, as I say, it takes a bit of time sometimes to be uh, to be to bring things out on their yeah, DVD with, with rights <laughs> and things, and because I think they released series one, two, and three originally on DVD with subtitles. But since then, they've they've re-released them with d- uh, the French dubs on top, and uh, there's a great little site where you can, if you are interested in in this kind of things, for those listeners in Canada perhaps or in France, there's a fantastic little website called Beans on Toast, which is sort of a a French-speaking Doctor Who fan site, if you like, which is found at Doctor Who. dot fr. So it's quite little, quite cool, really. I quite like that. That it's nice to keep up with the uh, the Doctor Who news on the continent, so to speak. Very cool. What else do we have in the newsroom then to wrap things up?
1: Well, just briefly, uh, our friend of the show Tony Lee uh, has his new MTVGeek.com dot com comic, The Gloom, released. And I'm sure cool. if you head over to Tony's website, there's probably a link directly um, to this this new project that uh, MTV Geek is doing. So that's fantastic. It's not directly Doctor Who related, but uh, Tony is a fantastic guy and a, and quite a talent, and and so we have to give all the support we can to people who are Doctor Who fans, and uh, and and doing their thing. Also, indeed. on some
0: related Tony Lee news, to my understanding, I believe it was last week, if not the week before, he tied the knot.
1: He did. He did. So
0: oh, he did. Wow.
3: Indeed, and he, he's been on his honeymoon. I think down somewhere down in Oxfordshire, if not Oxford, which is. Fantastic! He so, was very congratulations to, to, to Tony. To send me a, um, an invitation to his stag do, but unfortunately, I couldn't go. So, I hope that he's had a terrific stag and a, a for those of you in the US, <laughs> that's a, a bachelor party, right? I think is the translation. That's correct. And, that is very uh, correct. <laughs> and a fantastic weekend, wedding weekend, and honeymoon, etc. It couldn't uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs>
4: And, and Tony is is Tony involved in the new comic that has just released the Matt Smith here in America? Yes, uh, yeah. he 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 wrote
3: it, I believe, um, and uh, and he got all the usual guys on on board with at IDW to uh, to do it. I I've been meaning to pick it up, you know, I haven't had the chance to to read it yet. So yeah, well,
4: uh, my comic shop called me yesterday, the one I frequent, and they're like, well, we've got to decide for you because you've been bothering us for months so (laughs) i might be picking it up this afternoon it's sitting there uh waiting for me well tony
1: joined us at new york comic-con this past october so if you go back and and seek that episode out if you want to hear live at new york comic-con with tony lee that's the episode and speaking of new york comic-con they just announced today that this year's new york comic-con uh october 13th through 16th 2011 has been expanded to four days so that's that's really just insane now a four day New York Comic Con so pretty cool really. stuff and we'll see if they invite us back
3: mm, very cool so I, think, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was not to
0: it was standing room only at this the past Comic Con so we filled up the room and then some yeah it was a, a mob scene on that that Sunday afternoon it was
1: very much surprised. to our surprise but, yeah Pleasantly surprised, yeah.
4: mm-hmm. hey, not unlike how it's going to be at PodShock Live this year at Gallifrey.
1: That would be fantastic, yeah. right, fans? <laughs> not one but two <laughs> surprise guests. Be there, Square. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> very exciting. Very excited about that.
1: And then, following the uh, the live show, we'll have a a, a signing outside with perhaps one or both of our surprise guests and a few other people. So there'll be some, some autographing going on out there. That'll be fun. We're, we're, we're making Sunday the best day to be at. at, Yeah.
4: Can I comment real quick? And you probably already mentioned this, but, uh, those of you curious about the surprise guests, if you don't go to the pod shock live on Sunday, and then you hear about who our surprise guests were, and you'll be, I guarantee Everyone out there will be kicking themselves for having this. Yeah, they'll be it. like, oh, damn it, no!" You know, totally. Um, just yeah. saying that now, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it, to
1: me, like some of the the greatest stuff when you go to a convention or an event, and if you remember Gallifrey a few years ago, same kind of thing happened. And um, you know, when you go to a Comic Con or any kind of thing, and 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 someone who wasn't scheduled to be there shows up, that's always cool to me. That's always yeah. Some of the The things that everyone is talking about And it's funny that we mentioned The Pirate Planet before because I remember At Icon Many years ago I'm scared to say that it's maybe 20 years ago uh, Sylvester McCoy was Was the guest that year And Bruce Purchase who played The Pirate Captain uh, who's friends with still Was in New York and he came out To Icon to hang out with him And of course, as a Doctor Who fan and a Blake Seven fan and whatnot, I immediately knew who he was, you know? That was so cool, because it was so unexpected. And it's a nice thing to meet somebody that you normally would not see at a convention, and it was just great. I thought it was awesome, and I I hope to get that feeling delivered to people who come to Gallifrey and come to the Shock live show.
4: Yeah, I mean, is it safe to say, I believe if I'm not mistaken, one, um, one or one, at least one of our surprise guests, I don't think has ever done a Doctor Who convention, if I'm not mistaken.
1: And, and definitely not one in the States and possibly maybe not more than one ever.
4: I do. In my dealings with the, that, that person, I believe that's the case. <laughs> Your dealings. Yes. Yeah. So what you're saying is you've had a hand in this. I, I would have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I believe that's oh. very true because I
3: Googled. I did a as soon as I I was so excited when. About you know, saying that person, not male or female, we will not. get Yes. I, I Googled it to see whether indeed they have been at any conventions in the past. And I couldn't find anything, any information to say that they had. So I think we got it, that person first. So,
4: it, yes, so definitely don't want to miss out on that. Yeah, well, it is i, I do exciting. know for a
1: fact that the person in question has done a signing now that doesn't necessarily mean yeah it's a
3: but not a con I, know, yeah, right. I found that out as much Fair but enough. i don't yeah, think a, they, and by signing right.
1: wait, 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 let's yeah, let's stop the news and go with <laughs> a preview and pick this up
0: why not this why is, not? is all just
1: blending into one
0: right now yeah so we'll be That's right back with our gallifrey preview right right
1: Hello, this is Katie Manning, and you're listening to Doctor Who Podshock. Or as I read it, Pooshock.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> from Gallifrey last year, I might add, the, the absolutely
0: delightful Katie Manning. Oh.
4: Mm-hmm. Wonderful. She's amazing. That was great. She's just awesome.
0: So we are only a couple of weeks away from Gallifrey One once again. We are returning to Los Angeles for the annual Gallifrey One convention, the premier North American Doctor Who convention. And the only drawback to that, being that Ken and I are on the East Coast and some of us are even further than that, is the travel time that it takes to get there, even via plane that's a good six and a half hours being cramped in a little commercial airliner seat. (laughs) Uh, crossing the country, and, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't complain if it was uh, a couple hundred years ago, we'd be going across the country with horses and carriages, and it would be uh, a couple of months, I would have, a few months, or however long it took. But then again, I don't think if I lived a couple hundred years ago, I would be going to a Dr. Who convention in Los Angeles, would I? Or perhaps I would. But when you're on that plane, or in that train, or on the car, or however you're getting to Gallifrey One this year, or even if you're not going to Gallifrey One, you're still probably... Doing some sort of transportation, even if it's just a daily commute to and from work, perhaps? Well, one way to pass that time is through audiobooks, and the leading provider of digital audiobooks is Audible. They have over 75,000 titles to choose from in every genre. That covers business, thrillers, history, yes, science fiction and fantasy. They have lots of Doctor Who titles. If you go to their site and check out their category under science fiction, You'll see that Doctor Who has an even greater selection than even Star Wars or Star Trek in that category. And for you listeners of Doctor Who Podshock, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial, so you have a chance to check out their service. Now, to download your free audiobook, simply go to audiblepodcast.com. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com. Slash art trap, A-R-T-T-R-A-P for your free audiobook. And as always, we like to make a recommendation and what better recommendation for a long trip than maybe one of the longest Doctor Who stories that were transmitted back in the 1960s. This is a Patrick Troughton story. The audiobook is, comes in about five hours. It's Doctor Who and the War Games. It's written by Malcolm Hulk and it's narrated by David Troughton, Patrick Troughton's son, stood
2: the TARDIS, the Doctor's Time and Space Machine, which from the outside looked exactly like an old-fashioned blue police box. After their last adventure, the Doctor had promised to try and return Jamie to his own homeland and time, Scotland in 1745, where Jamie had been fighting English redcoats in the Second Jacobite Rebellion before he had met the Doctor. Jamie turned to the Doctor. This looks nothing like my country. Are we even on Earth? The Doctor was locking the door of the TARDIS. I think so, Jamie. The question is, when? Zoe, the Doctor's other companion, and an astrophysicist from a time in the distant future, had already walked some distance from the TARDIS to explore their surroundings. She called from a rise in the ground. Doctor, there's something down here! She went down the other side, out of sight. The doctor and Jamie followed her, squelching through the mud. They found Zoe staring at a tangle of rusted wire. "'It's not much, but it's something,' she said. "'It's the only sign of life so far. "'What are the little spikes for?' At regular intervals, twisted barbs stuck out from the tangled wire. "'Barbed wire!' "'The doctor explained. Filthy stuff. "'Invented by an American to pen in cattle on the range. "'Then used against human beings. "'What's that?' Jamie pointed to an oval-shaped domed object, "'half submerged in the mud. "'A steel helmet,' said the doctor. "'I think we have arrived in one of the most terrible times in the history of Earth.' "'A distant rumble of heavy artillery gunfire drifted to them on the breeze.' It was followed by a loud, high-pitched whine from the sky. Get down! Using both hands, the doctor pushed Zoe and Jamie into a crater, throwing himself on top of them. Zoe shouted, Oh, it's wet and filthy! But her words were drowned by an ear-shattering explosion less than 20 meters away. A second shell screamed down and whacked into the soft ground, sending up a spurt of flame and smoke. It was followed by a third. Then silence. The air was filled with the acrid stench of high explosives. "'You said we've landed in one of the most terrible times in history!' Jamie panted, his heart racing. "'What's happening, Doctor?' The Doctor remained where he had fallen, lying on top of his companions. "'The First World War. It lasted from 1914 to 1918, four years, when the whole of Europe went mad. Eventually, the Americans and Japanese and almost everyone joined in.' They all believed they were right and that they were heroes. Zoe asked, Is it safe to get up now? I'm lying in water. I say, are you three all right? They looked up. Standing on the edge of the crater was an attractive young woman in a long khaki skirt and a matching military style jacket. Jamie was the first to scramble to his feet. Where are we? Between the lines, said the young woman. No place for civilians. I'm heading for Ypres, but I seem to have got lost. Can I give you a lift in my ambulance? The doctor stood up and helped Zoe to her feet. Over the brim of the crater, he saw a khaki colored truck bearing a large red cross. That's very kind of you, ma'am, but you see. He stopped short. Emerging from another crater were two soldiers with spiked helmets. They levelled their rifles at the young lady ambulance driver and at the doctor. Handy hoch, one of them called, the Germans for hands up. Oh dear, said the young Englishwoman. I'm afraid we are now all prisoners of war. She seemed quite unruffled. The doctor, Zoe and Jamie sat on the floor in the back of the ambulance as it trundled along a bumpy road through wastes of mud. One of the German soldiers stood over them, rifle at the ready. Tho in Where are we going? Asked the doctor. The soldier said nothing. He looked tired, hungry, and unwashed. Jamie whispered, Couldn't we jump him, doctor? The doctor shook his head. Remember, his companion is holding a gun on our lady driver.
0: And that's just a small sampling of it. Check it out. It's... Doctor Who and the War Games, that's the title of this audiobook, and it's gotten some rave reviews so far from fans. This was just released, Audible got it on the 1st of February. Once again, you can make this your selection or choose from any that Audible has to offer. For your free selection, simply go to audiblepodcast.com slash arttrap. Again, that's Audible podcast.com slash art trap for your free audio book and if you can't write that URL down then simply go to our website gallifreyandimacy.org or podshock.net and you can click on the promotional link there for this offer
1: okay so Mm -hmm. it's time for our Gallifrey 22 or shall we call it Gallifrey 1
0: 22 (laughs) <laughs> how do they, how does it work? It's, uh, the it's Gallifrey, Gallifrey, Gallifrey one, one. it's At Catch a- 20. A- their, their, a- ca- their slogan is Catch 22, isn't it? That's, uh, catch
1: 22, <laughs> islands, islands of
4: Mystery, mystery. yeah. Fezes.
1: And mm-hmm. I went out last summer and I bought a bunch of Hawaiian shirts to fit in. And of course, I don't know, do fezes and bow ties, they don't work with Hawaiian shirts. Boy, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a hodgepodge, I bet.
4: Yeah, fezes I mean, too. I expect to see many OFEZ uh, being sported by. Fans since the finale of last season. Yeah, no doubt, and, and also, maybe a few uh, Stetsons, Stetsons for
1: those yeah. ahead of the curve.
4: Oh
3: yeah, oh yeah. Stetsons in Hawaiian shirts work.
1: Uh,
2: do
3: they?
4: At certain both, parts, both I, American, surely. Yeah, at certain parties I've been to. I'm, I'm no doubt we'll see <laughs> do something similar.
1: <laughs> so here's what we have. We have a Gallifrey preview. It's happening, of course, on um, Friday, February 18th, Saturday, February 19th, and Sunday, February 20th. Sunday, February 20th being the best day of the con.
4: Oh, of course, especially at 2 o'clock.
1: 2011, uh, (laughs) yes. So uh, the tentative schedule is up now. It does change. It is a growing, living document that doesn't get finalized till you're actually sitting in the room. But for the most part, I would say it's it's probably at, a, like, a 90% completion at this point where you can pretty much count on most of the people and most of the days and times being kind of accurate. They are subject to change because
0: you have a lot of last-minute things with guests and rooms and things like that, so. Mm. You can get your tickets there at the event now. They closed the advanced tickets as of last night, so. 1,350 advanced tickets sold.
1: Wow. Which is
3: more, it's incredible.
1: More advanced tickets than we had attendees at our first, the first gala that we ever went to, Lewis. Yeah.
4: What were the, the final totals from last year? What was last year's count? Does anyone know?
1: I don't, I don't know.
3: I, and wasn't the year before, was, wasn't the number of advanced registrations around the six or 700 mark?
1: Yeah, so this is really, I mean, they've got the entire convention floor. They have the most advanced registrations they've ever had. There's still plenty of room for walk-ups, so if you didn't get your tickets, it's still a bargain. I mean, when you think about it, 75 bucks. I think. It is, is
3: phenomenal walk-ups. value. Phenomenal so for,
1: for what is dozens of Doctor Who guests the, the and a thing few that, non-Doctor Who guests.
3: The thing that most surprised me about Gallifrey um, being a UK fan um, was just how astonishingly affordable the tickets are compared to uk conventions
0: and that's the three-day pass you can actually on oh, three-day if, if you yeah. go to the event itself they don't sell these in advance but i think you can get a one day pass which is less money Yeah,
4: just for showing up um, yeah i i personally can vouch that i spend uh more than that what the three-day pass is for uh i spend more than that on just buying booze for one night <laughs> so. sure That is quite a bargain, my friends. It
3: is. (laughs) And because you can pay twice that for a single UK convention, which might only be two days, or in certain instances, one day, and uh, you you get so much more for your money. Agreed, you've got to get out there from the UK, (laughs) but... When you're there, you have such an amazing
0: time. And, and each best. year you can buy an advance ticket for the following year, which is like half the price. It was like $40 Easy. I, last I year for this every
1: year. Every year, last year, if you, for those of you who remember at the live show or listen to the live show, I held my, my receipt up. I said, look, I bought my ticket for next year before I even went on stage for the live show on Sunday. Yeah, it was incredible. I knew I was coming back. Uh, it, not only was it a savings for me, which is which is self interest but it helps the convention because they know they have a certain they already have a budget to start with mm-hmm. on day one the day <laughs> after the convention, the organizers already had a budget so to money, work with, yeah. and it was only going to grow as people continued to register, so it was a win win
4: yeah, so like James said, the only a lot of you know the expenses are probably traveling to Depending on where you live, does it upset you guys? I live ten minutes away from the. Yes, very much so. (laughs) Just slightly, but but we, but but that's
1: the thing is, it is for and Lewis can attest to this. It's been snowing here in New York every Every week week. for the last few weeks. And the I'm major storms to too, the not just sun and palm trees, is very appealing right now. Oh,
4: does it also upset you that I was actually going to go tanning before I? You uh, suck. You've <laughs> got all the luck. You've got all the luck, my friend. Hey, sorry, I couldn't resist. I actually was. It's funny. All right. Go, go, as
0: long on. as you make the you know the weather okay for us when we get there, that's all that we can ask. Well,
4: you know, the uh, a lot of the English guests, maybe including James, they do have a tendency to bring the weather with them, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as evident in the past, but I'm hoping that's
3: not the case this year. Yeah, I w- I wanted in previous years to ha- you know at least have a dip in the
4: pool, and that was you know forget that the past two times. But <laughs> true, maybe that'll change this time. I'll definitely be there as well.
0: Well, that's a good point there. That there is a pool there at the hotel, so if you if the weather is. You know, welcoming, and if it's above, I guess what seventy or so, if we're lucky, you can. Uh, well, is it a heated? It's a heated pool, isn't it? I, yeah, I was just gonna say, I think the pool is is heated. Uh,
4: but, it is. But it is. I've I
1: actually've never yeah. been in it. I've tried to on a couple occasions the one year I was all set my hotel room was on the first floor poolside with a door out to the pool and I brought all my stuff I was like I'm gonna get a, a nice swim in while I'm in Los Angeles and it's February it rained the whole it rained week rained like buckets yeah Ugh. so I have not figured out this year I'm not going to bring any of that stuff. <laughs> and it's going to be it beautiful. to be nice, I'm going to con Josh into driving me to Target. Target.
4: You won't need much arm twisting there. I plan on being out there sipping mojitos at one point or another. <laughs> Several points, hopefully. So, so mm-hmm.
1: despite what the four of us make it sound like, it isn't all just... Drunken madness, although that's a bonus and not officially <laughs> part of. It. Uh, you, you know what? I, I had, I had this conversation, though, or I should say, I overheard a conversation um, about this with some of the actors, and and and, um, and they made a good point. They just said, "Look, this is as adults, as adult fans, this is our way, uh, our release, our way of getting out and just having a good time and seeing friends, and and you know." This is just the way we do it. It's not necessarily part of it. It's just I'm on vacation when I'm out there. So if I'm on vacation, I'm going to relax and have a good time, and that's the way yeah. I'm choosing to relax.
3: It and but it is you know, Lobbycon is is so much fun, and you know yeah. with the karaoke as well and all of the other you know amazing things that you can do that whilst they're at galley. You know, it's almost like the the sort of panels and things are almost like a secondary thing. It's just nice to meet like-minded fans and and chat to them and have so much fun. I mean, I think when I posted up on uh, on Facebook that I couldn't go this year, unfortunately... One of the first people to, to comment was our good mate Lewis Bailey over at the Happiness Patrol who said, who's going to drink and sing with me now? And I think, <laughs> you know, I'm sure that you guys can fly the flag for me. So, you know, go and have a, a drink with Uncle Lou and sing some karaoke with him.
4: In fact, is it, am I mistaken? I could be wrong about Louis <clears throat> Bailey's during LobbyCon. I think they're having a dance or what? What did I, I got a message from him? There's some kind of dance happening that night as well. And we're talking Doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Yeah, we're talking I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what I've heard that there'll be some kind of Dance going on that the, the night before everything starts, which is <laughs>
0: well. That's the same. That's the same time as our meetup. So I don't know if he's planning it uh, accordingly to our meetup or or what. It's the it first I be,
3: heard about it, be in conjunction with or it. Or maybe we'll, we'll be dancing it. at the meetup.
0: Yeah. We yeah. Could, it could very well be the case. Last year he brought a ukulele and we were, he was playing, you know, at our meetup there. So yeah, we, anything yeah, goes. I mean,
3: <laughs> I mean, anything does go. Well, yeah. provi- provided that you're not doing anything to. Uh, Damage the hotel. We don't
0: don't need the Los Angeles Police Department at our meetup. I mean, they're invited, but we don't need them. (laughs) They're invited. (laughs) They are invited. That would be great. Come on in, guys. We just don't don't, want them there professionally, (laughs) speaking. (laughs)
4: That is phenomenal. Oh, God.
1: So let's take a look at a few highlights over the course of the weekend. On the actual schedule at the real convention, not the things that happen, which are all that's one of the great things about Gallifrey is that the peripheral things, the the things that aren't even official are just as fun. You know, you go and you meet other people and you have a good time and, and and there's a lot of socializing and networking going on and all that stuff is fantastic. And, and some of my favorite memories from Gallifrey are like little tiny things about going to dinner. We went to Pan's
0: diner last year. Uh, yeah, or Amy nine, brought so. us to uh, Pan's, which was a lovely fifties America Americana type uh, of uh, diner. That has nothing to do with the convention.
1: Yet that was one of my favorite times at the convention. So, but let's let's go to the schedule a little bit and take a look at. At some of the stuff that you can look forward to. First off, if you're a newcomer, the very first thing on the schedule, 11 a.m. Friday morning, is Gallifrey 101, which is a, a primer. Um, some of the organizers and the, the people who really know Gallifrey best have a small panel briefing, whatever you want to call it, where newcomers, virgins, can go and, and really get a few questions answered and, and some pointers and some tips from the people who mm. have been with Gallifrey since the beginning.
4: Mm. I'm going to attend that just to say hi to my buddy Sean, who, uh, if you try to catch him during the con, it's like trying to draw a diagonal line on an Etch-A-Sketch. It's almost impossible the man is so busy. <laughs>
0: So yeah. Uh, tell it's a me a great about it. way
4: to stop by and say hi to Sean because it ain't happening during the con. He's a he's you
0: know, a very busy he's man. A busy
3: man, and you I, can understand why, given the size of the program. And oh yeah, you know, I'm you know just even looking at the 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 map, which is a sort of attached along with the the schedule. This year, when I first went to Galley, the main program hall is what is now the dealers' room, and the main oh, yeah. program hall is like trebled in size. It's Phenomenal.
0: Well, that's a good uh, point. Begs,
3: it yeah. begs the question that they've they've had the capacity to expand every year, luckily, because of you know they've usually had other things going on at the hotel, other events and conventions and yeah, things. Yeah,
0: so the Mary Kay girls or whoever they were last year, yeah, won't be whatever
3: there. was going on, yeah. <laughs> the, the yeah, fembots as, as as Lewis Bailey called them. Um, but it begs the question of. It's gotten bigger and bigger every year and better and better. What are they going to do next year? And every year they sort of excel themselves. And just looking at the the schedule, it's phenomenal what they've packed in.
0: Well, we've taken over the hotel.
4: Yeah, and even though they have a map uh, uh, posted here, um, bring your breadcrumbs, folks. Bring your breadcrumbs. (laughs) Or
0: unravel a scarf.
4: (laughs) Or unravel a scarf. Quite the the maze, no matter where you're
0: from. There'll be other scarves there if you need it. So... Uh, yeah, that's uh, lots of great stuff going on. And also, I mean, if you can print out the schedule, this is something that our other uh, correspondent, uh, Matt Turin has always pointed out that you can take the schedule, print it off the website and highlight it, what you might want to attend. And it's a good idea to do. But, you know, just allow yourself some flexibility because it's going to be impossible. Even if you plan it out meticulously, you're just, you know, plan on missing stuff or uh, other stuff that comes up that you want to go to. And don't be so rigid is what I'm saying. So it just allows some flexibility there.
3: Well, I I like to highlight things um, as where I'm probably going to go. But do you know what
0: What you you aim for, what you shoot for?
3: Yeah, it's what you shoot for. But if you miss miss the board, it doesn't matter. You'll still have an amazing time when you're throwing that dart. It's just, you know, you'll always find something fun to go to and
0: and and you you just going in there just know that you're not going to be able to see everything it's just there's stuff that's overlapping and as much as you would like to you're just not going to be able to see everything that's there just go into that so that you, you know that and you're not going to be disappointed later
3: yeah absolutely but what what do you think are the most essential things that people really looking at the schedule what would you say this is what people have to go to. Well,
4: this, this been,
0: <laughs> well uh, of course, with that, but uh, I mean, it depends <laughs> what your tastes are, or, you know, who you like, and there's so many different, uh, I mean, the guest list is enormous, so if you look at the guests who are appearing, and maybe um, you know several of the actors that well, a lot of the actors there that haven't really, at least um, in, I haven't seen in a while, which I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, uh, which is um, Sarah Sutton, Matthew Waterhouse, Janet Fielding, those three I haven't seen in a good 25 years so i'm looking forward to uh, seeing those again but it, it it depends on you know where you're coming from and your own experience but you want to catch you know what you like you know and yeah. if, if you're into um there's all different fe- all different aspects of fandom represented there as well so if you're in the more the technical side and you want to know you know about um you know costumes and the actual making of of Doctor Who and all that. So there's there's guests that that are catered more towards that. So, sure.
1: Whether it's actors or or production people, whether it's cosplaying or uh, literature, there's plenty of authors and book tracks and things like that. Whatever whatever aspect of fandom is your thing, classic series, new series, Torchwood, Sarah Jane, there's something for everyone. And and perhaps you focus or highlight more. Like Lewis said, he was really interested in seeing uh, the Fifth Doctor's actors Companions, again yeah. because he mm-hmm. hasn't seen them yeah. in so long. So that's something that he's going to gravitate towards mm-hmm. by looking for the panels there on or the discussions there on, if, if that's the thing that, that interests him.
4: Sure. And and right, right off the bat, like right after that primer, you know, only an hour into the convention... You have that interview block with Matthew Waterhouse and McNeese and John Leeson and Cush yeah. uh, Jumbo, who's been added. From- yes. yes. From yeah, from yeah. Yeah. Big fan of that. Her character in that was amazing. So I'm actually looking forward we'll to seeing see. it.
1: She's joining us on, on Podshock Live on Sunday.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm going to I'm not waiting. I want to see her. Uh, <laughs> I'm not waiting, many-
0: he says. Oh, invite
1: invite, her,
4: to the,
0: invite her to the meet and greet.
4: I, I'll, I'll get. we yeah, yeah,
3: We'll see what else is happening on on friday well, you, i you've love got the a...
1: fact that jacqueline pierce has been added as a blake seven yes fan. first awesome. off <laughs> i'm a huge blake seven fan on top of that she's got doctor who credits and big finish credits and things like that but she's just gonna add a whole new dimension because you've just gone and added blake seven into the mix on sure. top of torchwood and doctor who and and
0: sarah jane adventures and all the things that that surround us and she doesn't make a lot of convention appearances this is something Especially, special in the United States, yeah
3: yeah very rare very
0: rare a post-production note since this episode was originally recorded there's been some changes and unfortunately jacqueline pierce will be unable to attend the convention so in her stead gareth thomas will be appearing live on stage with us at the convention. Gareth Thomas played the lead character, well, there might be some debate, but the, the lead character as far as the namesake goes in Blake Seven. You may also remember him from Torchwood. He appeared in the episode Ghost in the Machine from the first series of Torchwood. And he's also been in some Doctor Who audio dramas such as Storm Warning and Dalek Empire. So we're very excited to have Gareth Thomas with us, joining us on our live show along with our other guests. For any other last-minute changes concerning our live show or our meet and greet that we're having that Thursday night, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter screen name is Podshock, so twitter.com slash Also visit our website, Podshock.net, for more information and further updates.
3: Other than guests, then, on Friday, I'd say, looking at the, the schedule...
1: And it's funny that we're talking about this. Sorry to interrupt you, James. It's funny we're talking about this. This is at a convention that Peter Davison is at.
4: Who? Yes. <laughs> I'm probably kidding.
1: We're saying things like that, and, it, and we haven't even mentioned the headlining guest, Peter Davison.
4: Yeah, there is a Saving. doctor in this Doctor Who convention, actually, being, <laughs> going
3: to appear. Saving the best until last, of course. But on Friday, just having a quick scan through there, and I'd say, other than all the fantastic interviews and things, Radio Scara, of course, I got mates over there uh, having their live taping in 3D. It's um, in 3D. It's in 3D. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was using technical though we haven't quite got up to 3D yet, but you know 3D, uh... we'll get there. And then at nine o'clock at night, uh, as well, I think something which you can't really afford to miss, and which was a hoot last year, we had, we were very fortunate to talk to the ladies over if chicks dig time lords. Um, and they're doing another panel this year, which is if Chicks Dig Time Lords is Doctor Who feminist, which I think was would be a quite a fun thing to sit on and see uh, see what's going on there because they're they're a really fun bunch of girls and Chicks
1: Dig Time Lords crew are just the best. Basically. They are. i just and and, and and I love it's in an 18 over panel. That's yes, that to say, it's, uh, it's, that's, that's my bra- kind of
4: thing. Yeah, that gravitates but, but me. Towards James, that.
1: Before you got to that, though, because that's at 9 o'clock, at 8 o'clock, Fraser Hines is doing the Time Traveling Scott, which is his stand-up routine, like his yes. his live one-man show. It's a variation of his 50-year celebration. Yeah. And uh, he's debuting it at Gallifrey at 8 o'clock on Friday night on the main stage. That's very
3: true. You see, there's just so much going on that even I... I knew it was there, but I, I thought it was happening later, and you're right, it's just before. So the, the best thing to do, I guess, is you've got to go to the opening ceremonies. You might then go for a bit of a, a drink or something to eat then. Eight o'clock, bang, straight in there to see Fraser move over to If Chicks Dig Time Lords.
1: Then you stick around because Fraser and Sam Stone uh, are doing their adults-only panel. Mm. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, they're just going to talk about hanging out with me here last year. That's definitely, that's all it is. No, uh, but now, even though we're, we're kind of suggesting that, let's not forget at 9 o'clock also, though, that Mystery, Mysterious uh, Theater 337, they're doing their uh, their Castrovalva uh, comedy. Oh, yeah. These guys are friggin' hilarious. I mean, if you've never caught one of their, uh, you know, one of their Mystery Science Theater gags uh, over the episodes, they're... They are just—it's it's, it's, well-recommended if Chicks Who Dig Time Lords and the uh, Telos reading uh, isn't your cup of tea or can of beer, so to speak. So, uh, you know, I recommend that as well. Those guys are—I mean, they're literally hilarious. Uh, I always try to catch, catch them every year.
0: Well, before we go any further, I just want to make a mention that we're referring to the website, and we should also—for those—I mean, we— Kind of just assume everyone knows, but it's One dot com is the web address, and that has all the information as far as the schedule goes, all the guests. And spell
4: out one. Spell out one. Gallifrey1. It's yeah.
0: It's it's not the number one. It's it's O N E. So it's one dot com. Or if you could go to our website, you know, Potchak dot net or, or GallifreyMacy dot org, we have links to it, you know, there as well. So yeah. uh, you'll get to the website. And uh, all this, all the schedule information, and plus uh, all the programming and uh, guests, um, hotel information. Uh, speaking of which, I know, you know, the the official hotel rooms, as far as the, the discount group price, have been um, all sold out. But they're you still I mean, they're more expensive, but you still can get rooms at the hotel. And there are other options as well. So the, there's the Crown Plaza, which is across the street. And uh, I know we spoke about this already in past Dr. Hupachok, so So um, but just bringing that, you know, reminding you about the hotel reservations are still available. Mm. There's a gallery. I think there's you can see pictures of past Gallifreys as well. Information about the masquerade and auction. I know they give uh, proceeds of the auction are going to a foundation in the name of Bob May, who played the robot in Lost in Space. Who, fortunately, um, we had the pleasure of meeting at I think at our first time attending at, at Gallifrey. And, Yes. and. Um, He's passed on since then, and he's a, um, a good friend of, you know, the convention, and he's a wonderful—you know, I had spent some time with him, talking with him. He was a wonderful person, and, you know, it's un- unfortunately we did lose him, but they keep a memorial charity auction at Gallifrey, you know, um, each year now.
4: Which, so, yeah, he used to MC it, so, every year, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he's sorely missed—
0: so, Josh, you have been going to Gallifrey for quite some time now, and uh,
4: every year, yeah, every year. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 Before you go any further, gents, I have to leave. I'm I'm really late at this point. I'm, I'm trying to stick around, so I'm just going to sure. bow out from here and, and
3: hope. Sure, mate. Mrs. Sorry to keep you, but thanks for coming along. And all right, gents, have a good one, mate. All See right, you kind of
4: sorry. Cheers. Back to Gallifrey. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so Josh, you... have up Friday, correct? That was uh, for everything going on?
3: Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm.
4: And there's, of course, the all-night dance party and... Karaoke. Yeah. And then there's another uh, adult-only panel at 11, Sex and Sensibility in Doctor Who. I have no idea what that's about, but throw sex in the title, and I'll, I guess I'll be there to check it out a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then I guess we'll just want to move on to Saturday, guys?
3: Absolutely. This Saturday's the really the jam-packed day isn't it really mm. the, the, that's the day for interviews, the, they've got Sarah Sutton there who's going to be interviewed by Clayton Hickman who is you know a legend in Doctor Who uh, and Doctor Who fandom indeed as well um, then you've got later on you've got a round table with Jacqueline Pierce, Cush Jumbo Sarah Douglas, Ian McNeice moderated of course by paul jones at one then you got big finish which is always a great thing to go to who, who's going to have jason hay gallery there sheridan smith philip oliver uh behind the scenes of doctor who in the 21st century with tracy simpson neil gorton Gareth roberts paul casey Gareth Skelding, uh all the guys who've worked behind the scenes to to, bring, to make the show what it is on all the special effects and makeup and all the things that make the show so fantastic and then in the the late afternoon you've got janet fielding there interviewed by gary russell who is an absolute hoot well indeed both of them both janet and gary are wonderful people and then 5 pm just probably break before uh then afterwards you'll probably just have dinner but um peter davidson which is the one which of course you can't miss at five o'clock the, you know last year I suppose it was a little bit weird wasn't it because other than than Colin who'd been there the year before I don't think they didn't actually have a, a doctor there no. at that galley and even Colin was only there for a short period of time he wasn't there for the full convention if I remember right um, and still it was a jam-packed convention but still yes. Doctor Who, you've got to have a doctor at a Doctor Who convention uh, really I mean it's great even if you can't get a doctor there but that's really what makes it and uh, it's great that he was—he's able to find time in his schedule this year to come along because last year he—he he was working on yeah. uh, Legally Blonde. He, he was originally play. scheduled
0: for last year. That's the reason why the, yeah. there was no doctor last year because it was originally going to be him, and then yeah. he got over um, extended at his uh, the his production that he was doing in in um, his stage production.
4: <clears throat> but if but he didn't, if he didn't so, cancel out, we would not have had that lovely video that well, that, he, he sent well, that little
0: video, video gram. That together, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. and Which, it's also a blessing in disguise of course because as, as Lewis has hinted at this year uh, marks the year where it is you know basically the sort of the convention for the fifth doctor era so if you're a fifth doctor fan You've got Peter Davison there. You've got Janet Fielding there. You've got Sarah Sutton there. I mean, it, it's just if you're a fifth, it's the Doctor
0: recreation Fact, of I mean. the the early Davison years,
4: really. You know? yeah. and and Matthew Waterhouse. Let's not forget. Yeah. Him. Yes,
3: exactly, Adric. So you you can't miss it. If if you were a fan of Doctor Who in the eighties, you've you've got to be there. It's you know, you can't miss it. What else on Saturday then looks fun? Yeah.
0: Well, uh, just to a point to uh, that that point about Matthew Waterhouse is that we'll come. We are coming full circle, pun intended, because Matthew Waterhouse is what <laughs> sort of started this all. The Gallifreyan was first interview with someone connected with Doctor Who was Matthew Waterhouse. Really, back, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, back in nineteen eighty-five, summer of eighty-five, our first interview. Uh, I mean, we've met other actors and act- actresses involved, but our first proper interview was with Matthew Waterhouse that that year.
4: Uh, full full circle indeed.
0: <laughs> so so yeah. Well, that night is the masquerade on Saturday. Uh, after you know Peter Davison, of course. Yeah, you I'm have you have a couple hours to grab a bite to eat and or escape the hotel for a bit and enjoy some. Well, Josh can tell you some eateries, but we'll. <laughs>
4: this. Uh, oh oh yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I guess this is. Well, what's not on the schedule, and I guess this is a good reason why I'm, I've called in. Um, both Friday and Saturday night, if the dances or the masquerades aren't your thing, they, uh, they uh, you always say they're not going to do it next year, but they do it anyway, and those are the parties in that suite uh, by the pool. Yes. Uh, the Friday night one is usually, um, you know, Andy and, uh, you know, those guys do the, um, they always just do such an amazing job. with Th- whatever. These are theme, theme parties. It's the a theme parties, and pretty incredible actually and uh they go all out uh, i mean all yeah out. and then merv and his wife judith they do it the next morning uh, or the next evening and uh, those parties are a lot of fun and i i you can't miss them. all you have to do I, I forget the actual suite number all you have to do is go out to the pool do a 360 you'll see the party yeah
0: yeah it's usually bleeding it. outside you know into the pool area
4: yeah, and Kevin and Andy do a great job, and so do uh, Merv and Judith. And it, I, I can't write I've slinged drinks there myself. Phil, uh, the, what was the producer? It was sw- Phil Collinson, yeah. Phil F- Collinson was sw- slinging drinks. I mean, you never know who's going to show up, and I, I can't recommend those enough. Not on the schedule.
0: It's the first floor. Hip. I think it's usually like the presidential
4: suites, like one hundred one yeah. or one hundred or something yeah. like that. The, the
3: ground floor for those in the UK to avoid confusion.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, the ground floor. Again, all you have to do: go to the pool, look around. Either you'll it see
3: a mass of people and just wander over. You can't miss it. So yeah, a tip for you if you're not already in the know. And one thing to mention, of course, is that the drinks there are free, but give give good tips because these guys go all out every year they put on a terrific show
4: they do um, and if you don't you know bring your tip Jar watch as a bartender uh, on the side i i don't recommend but if you don't bring tips um you know maybe bring a get a, grab a bottle or something and contribute because that really helps mm-hmm. you know keep the Absolutely. Keep the, uh, the party going you know i always show up with a bottle of gray goose and just go here throw it into the mix and yeah and, yeah so well, whatever I- you can do it all helps the, yeah, just
0: absolutely. a note about the masquerade is that it is a very popular, and if you do want to get you know a good, you want to get in there early to get a good seat, and uh, otherwise you're going to be stuck in the back and hard to see you know the costumes. And usually it's Which more
3: mistake we make every year. yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> and it's usually more than just a costume. It's it's they, these people put, you know a lot of them will do a performance. It's yeah, like a show a little, in itself. a
4: little acts, yeah. like little uh, vignette so to speak.
0: So it's a lot of fun.
4: Good stuff. And I see there uh um, yet even more uh eighteen and over panels that night going on what what is going on I mean I think it's great, but i'm have never seen so many adults only panels uh in, it uh, seems okay. to be
3: a, a trend that it seems yeah. that last year they've since last year they've really run with it i think as far as I'm aware, they had a few last year and maybe one the year before i don't you know. But you're the expert, Josh, of course, being there from the beginning. So. Well,
4: I've noticed that, yeah, there was maybe one or two, maybe two years back. I'm not sure. And then uh, and I noticed there was a presence on that kind of thing more last year. And this year, it's like, wow, every night and more than one, uh, even what is erotic fiction and feminism, from, oh, Sam Stone, of course. Anyway, so, you know, um, <laughs> there's a lot, a lot going on there. Um, and it's that uh, have, having been to them all that, you're right. It is seems to be a trend that that's growing and uh I'll check one or two of those out.
0: Yeah, that's uh, Saturday night. Yeah.
4: All right. And, uh, yeah, so, again, you know, the other tip, I could just look for those parties on the ground floor that's not on the schedule, and everything that's on the schedule is great. And, yeah, yeah, and then they have a concert from, uh, now, I didn't catch these guys last year. Uh, No, I didn't either. Yeah, no, did I? But it seems to have been a success, and if they're invited back, it's, seems to be worth looking into very good absolutely have a drink and go check them out shall we move on to sunday 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 okay apart from the uh, pot live at two o'clock i I don't see really anything in here worth going to see
3: (laughs) (laughs) well ken ken if he were here at this point would uh would be (laughs) stating the fact that he wants to make sunday the new saturday um, you know, that's, his, that's his quest, I think, in 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 life. In so,
0: so of, that means Monday will be yeah, the new right. Sunday, <laughs> exactly. Well,
3: really, it happens that way because, let's face it, we're all there at lobbycon till goodness know what what time yeah, at night yeah. after going out for dinner and so on. And well, uh, this
0: Monday is, uh, this year I should say, it's back on track on its usual weekend. So this Monday after the convention is President's Day. So many people will, at least in the U.S., will have that off. So that gives a little buffer zone. So, yes. yeah, it, it could very well be that you're staying in Los Angeles for another day.
3: And it really is advisable. I mean, I know quite a few people leave maybe a little bit early. But you miss you miss a little bit of fun as the convention closes. And you kind of need that day. Really so kind to kind of decompress a bit, yeah, to, and to recuperate because it does. And it's going to it really take you a day to say
0: goodbye to everyone at the convention anyway. Yeah, the people, the does. people who
3: you meet and just just had such a fun time, and just even through lack of sleep, you just need it to sort of say, you know, hey, I really need to rest now and what have you. But it's such fun; it's it's so worth it. But there's just an awful lot of really cool things going on. There. On Sunday, well, Gareth the, Roberts will be fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just, just going to say that for us. At, you know, <laughs> at the, every Sunday at the closing ceremonies, my head is just spinning. I'm like, I can't believe three days have gone by already because
1: yeah, it just
0: goes like so quickly. Every
3: day or two, it flies by so quickly. And I think the, the whole point about uh, the schedule and things is is just make the most of it while you're there because. It really is so special, and I'm gutted that I can't go this year. But you know, such is the way of the world. But you ha- will have an amazing time, no matter what you do while you're there. Just make the most of it. Go to Starbucks to top up on your caffeine every, you know.
0: Yeah, there is a Starbucks located a, in the lobby. It's it's a um, it's not a company Starbucks. It's you know it's it's a hotel Starbucks. So uh, Just saying that in case you have a Starbucks card, it won't it, they won't. Hire yeah, it.
3: they won't take it. Sadly, yeah, but. but uh, if you're really properly hardcore, you'll stay up till and you'll see the Starbucks open. Well, and,
0: and my biggest gripe about that Starbucks is that it closes too early. I mean, come it like does. six o'clock like at bar, night, it's it's like
3: closed. The bar, like Champions closes way too early. I hope they, they close at midnight. I believe. Yeah, they, I mean, we have been literally kicked out of the door at Champions, haven't we? All oh yeah, three oh, or yeah. four of.
0: Them. It like, makes no know, sense. And being a New Yorker, aware, where where. The bars like stay open until 4 a.m. We were just not used to that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even last year, I think we were there. Josh and I were sitting and having a conversation or something. It was quarter to midnight. We were thinking about going to get another drink and, you know. They called we last were, call or something. They called last call, like 15 minutes before the actual place closed. And I'm like, what's going on? But
0: you It know, doesn't make we, much sense. you got a hotel there full of people looking to make purchases
4: yeah and for Starbucks too the both of them is like no we we don't want your money. I mean what that's not good business.
3: I I think they just like business. you know what we we've, we've had we've had to deal with you know people drunk and and and
0: the Caffeinated. Caffeine, <laughs> so,
3: you know, they're probably just fed up and like, I'm sod this, I'm going home. But nevertheless, you'd have thought that for three days they could make an exception.
0: I mean, I understand have. staffing issues, but you got people there with money in hand, you know, and uh, closing the gate on them. So that's my little beef about the hotel. Yeah. Now,
4: Yes, not, that's not the one bad th- thing about it. Yeah, not that the uh, on the alcohol end not that the drinks aren't still flowing in the lobby not unlike uh, LobbyCon I mean that usually and then those parties I mentioned too there's still you know there's look around there's places to find you know libations for to keep your evening going because just because these uh, establishments close down early uh, the convention doesn't.
0: Yeah, lobby con continues, quite. and and to their credit, the convention doesn't hassle the people in the lobby. You know, it's not like they go around like, okay, well, you, you got to go back to your rooms or whatever. They, they don't
4: hassle other people in the lobby. I always have a run in of some kind. Oh. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, par for the course. Of, uh, par for the course. Absolutely. Y-
0: you're <laughs> exceptional.
4: Uh, well, you know, if I see a plant that's in the lobby. I want to take it up, uh, take it up to the room <laughs> with me. Why not? You know. And, well, Sir, put the plant and the drink down. Put the plant and the drink down. So. <laughs> well, no, put the plant down. The, the drink stays where it is. <laughs> Go figure. Um, so uh, back to Sunday, though. We're on Sunday. Um, yes. Taking a look here. Oh, Barnaby Edwards. I can't wait to see him. I haven't seen him since I uh, was out in New York, and you guys, uh, we had the thing for his birthday. Yeah. Was it? Wait, Lewis, what, what is? was it uh, Barnaby's... Birthday when I was out there with... No yeah. no you it, well oh you know what it is it,
0: that was um yeah that was that year it well it, obviously his birthday is every year but it, we were there it, you were here for that year where we did a joint meetup with uh, it was the 24th anniversary of the Galler Gallifrey Embassy plus it was um Barnaby's birthday I think was right around there so we celebrated his birthday at the meetup as well so it was Doctor Who New York which is the group that Barnaby heads up which is a New York based Doctor Who fan club and um and, and we were doing
4: there like a liars truth tellers panel that we brought daphne
0: ashbrook with us and yeah. um and obviously you and we had tara wheeler with us as well and yes. it was a grand old time we had a few, a few people coming out from you know the island from for uh, that were Gallifreyan embassy members and it was uh, a lot of fun yeah
4: and billy was there with us and uh you guys drove me to White Castle, thanks again, because we don't have that out there.
0: Well, now, by so. request, we wouldn't do by that. To, we wouldn't have done that. And <laughs> that's only because head you head requested it. to the White
4: Castle! <laughs> um, now, so Barnaby's doing it at 10 a.m. on Sunday, but he's doing the Truth Tellers, Liars, slash panel, and uh, I believe uh, Tony Lee there is joining him for that.
0: Yes, so yes. Again, you know, we're just kind of like picking little points and, of interest on the schedule. There's there's so much more that we're not saying so please yeah. you know go to the website and print out the Check schedule out. take a look at it and uh study it there's there's four tracks of programming going on simultaneously so there's if there's really no way for us to kind of really cover it all so uh j- you know just don't take what we say as the only thing going on because there's so much more that we're not covering
3: absolutely there's too much to you know you can't really go through it in too much depth without Getting swarmed and swamped. Just get out your highlighter, see what you want to do, and stick to it yeah. as much okay. as you can. Uh, at four
0: thirty, there's a classic who roundtable, which is going to have Peter Davison, Janet Fielding, Sarah Sutton, Matthew Waterhouse, John Leeson, who played the voice of K Nine, in case you don't know, Fraser Hines, and John Levine, Sergeant Benton. Is uh, they're all doing a round. That's going to be an interesting roundtable discussion.
4: Oh, yeah. uh, and Le- Levine's involved. I'm surprised they're only scheduling it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, he no, does have uh, an hour with John Levine somewhere uh, on the yeah, schedule. Yeah, that's
4: against the Peter Davison. So, I, you know, if, if the Peter Davidson thing is too crowded for you or you're like, maybe not a Peter Davison fan, go check out an hour with John Levine. That's on Saturday and that's uh, in the other hall. So definitely mm-hmm. John's always a hoot.
0: Hmm. Never loss of words.
4: Never, never. Why use one word when 400 will do? He's amazing, though. He's a good friend.
0: No, he's a a good guy.
4: (laughs) He's a wonderful chap. Wonderful chap. Yeah.
0: And if you're looking for autographs, be sure to check out when the autograph sessions are, and also when you're at the convention itself, please go to the registration booth or window, whatever. There's usually like a whiteboard there with changes to the schedule because what's on, you know, there's going to be some last-minute schedule changing. Some guests may not be able to make it, or there's going to be some room changes or whatever. So always make sure to check that uh, the the registration area, which is, um, you know, like I said it's like a window unless they moved it around this year it's usually like a little like window like a box open. office yeah. if you
4: will mm-hmm. um.
0: And it's supposed that that registration is supposed to open up on Friday morning of the hotel. Now, last year they had uh, they did open on Thursday night, but they were volunteer. You know, they just kind of did that as a volunteer thing. It wasn't officially open, is what I'm saying. But you were so you if you're there Thursday night, you might want to just check just to see if unofficially they're open and you can get your registration. You know, if 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 that's possible. But officially, it opens up uh, again on um, Friday morning.
4: Awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that, actually, so that's a hot tip for me. I, I'm definitely a, a one who buys at the last minute. And, uh, yeah, Thursday. I'll, well, I'll, it's I'm, good
0: just to get your badges, and even if you bought it in advance, just to get your badges and everything out of the way sure. Thursday night, if you're there Thursday night, to do that. you know, And then this way on Friday, you could just have a leisurely breakfast and then go to the convention without having to wait on line for your registration badges and all that.
4: And, uh, oh, Lewis, did we mention Sunday about the Doctor Who Live Podshark taping at 2 o'clock? Did, did we I hear there's going to be two special <laughs> we guests. Thought, didn't we? With the two special guests? Two, oh my God,
0: when I we say know. special guests, these are not convention guests. You won't see them on the convention lineup here. So these are special guests that we're bringing to our live recording on stage at Gallifrey. This is, uh, we've been doing this for, for several years now, and we're more than delighted That's to... It, yeah. it seems to be expanding each year, we've, um, you know, both in length and now with guests we we have a, uh, a big lineup this time this year lots of exciting guests you can uh, see you can find out more information on our site as well pawchalk.net and org. but there's going to be two surprise guests two doctor who surprise guests that have not been on our live show on stage before and or
4: perhaps not one of them even not at a convention yes so and avoid the regret just be there
3: good advice very good advice
0: yeah we are very excited about returning to gallifrey one this year in addition to our live on stage recording of dr who podchok we also hold a meet and greet to give our listeners a chance to come by and say hi plus we have extensive coverage of the whole weekend at the event this can only happen with your support It's a very expensive undertaking. You can help make it all possible by becoming a supporting subscriber if you're not one already. For a low monthly subscription fee as a show of support, not only will you be helping us continue and grow this show and bring the show to Gallifrey One and other similar events, but you'll get extra content as well. Plus, we have other ways of showing our appreciation, including occasional giveaways, discounts to special events, an email newsletter... You'll be bumped up in the queue in our live show. And if we can arrange something at this Galafrey One, and if you're attending this Gallifrey One, please let us know if you're a supporting subscriber. Maybe we can get together with a couple of guests at the convention and, and maybe do something special if it all comes together. It's a possibility. To become a Pachock Supporting Subscriber, go to podshock.net or arttrap.com and click on the Podshock Supporting Subscriber banner on the top to learn how to become one. As always, if you already are a supporting subscriber, thank you for your continued support. It does make a tremendous difference.
3: So we were going to review, as part of our run-up to Gallifrey, we were going to review uh, The Black Orchid, classic sort of mm-hmm. Peter Davidson story. But in view of the time, and I know that Ken loves this DVD, do you want to postpone yeah, we that? We until can do that
0: for our next time? show then, yeah.
3: Yeah, we can hit it off and say we'll do that we'll record that for next time because naturally how can you not get excited about gallifrey and, and sure. go a little wax a little bit lyrical <laughs> and we've got you know a veteran here in in terms of mr joshua lou friedman who <laughs> thank you so much for being here mate and it's <laughs> lovely to hear insights from somebody who's been there from the beginning from Very, every Gall- year I've never miss gallifrey it. one gallif one
4: you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 22 years. Jesus, it have been 22 years. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's great. I'm a. Uh plan on being there for the next 22 as well
0: well it's it's kind of odd because gallifrey has been around for 22 years but josh has been going for 25 years (laughs) Yeah,
4: (laughs) before there even was a convention i was uh, was running around those hallways like where is that what time's the bar closed what do you mean uh you know it's all great and guys once again we you know sean Lyon and his team you know hats off Absolutely, bang up job, and you know, they just deserve all the all the credit and the kudos. I mean, they just bang bang up job, bang up job.
0: That's it's all volunteer. They're doing this for the love of it. That's um, it's an incredible show. It's so it runs so smoothly that it's you kind of just just basically take it for granted. But you shouldn't because you if you've gone to other conventions, you know that maybe things don't always run this smoothly. So Gallifrey has sort of spoiled us when we go to other conventions and things <laughs> don't go as smoothly as we expect them. So it's they make it very enjoyable and it's you know it's we we do thank sean lyon but he will be the first to say that it's he's it's all his crew it's it's, it's not him alone that does it that he has so many people uh that we don't you know run off names all the time about that should you know that we should give credit to oh
3: yeah absolutely
2: what's that it's a sonic screwdriver never fails
4: drop the sonic device
2: Isn't my day, is it? Even the Sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one.
0: Are you seeking Doctor Who news? The Sonic News Driver. Selected Doctor Who related news stories delivered sonically. All in a bite sized podcast. No bigger than a jelly baby
4: function of the sonic blaster, a sonic cannon on
2: me, and a triple and the sonic disruptor. Doc, what you got? I've got a sonic, uh, oh, never mind. What? It's sonic. Okay, let's leave it at that. Disruptor, cannon, what? It's sonic. Totally sonic. I am sonic. Door. A sonic what? Screwdriver!
0: the sonic news driver find it on itunes or go to sonicnewsdriver.com
2: who has a sonic screwdriver i do
0: the sonic news driver get yours today sonically
2: neat isn't it hmm.
3: all, right, all right then guys well thanks for an awesome show and well, it's to hear your voice sir
2: thank you Indeed, Joshua. I'm sorry i can't
3: be there this year sir but I'll, well you I have other plans that, yeah.
0: now What? sorry <laughs> i said you have other plans <laughs> now
3: yeah, big plans. Uh, believe me, it's it's not uh, <laughs> you know it's not, it's come as a complete surprise to me. So <laughs> you know, but a, a good and happy one. So there we are. It's going to be a busy year, but hey ho, you got to do it sometime. Yes, no yes. time like the present.
0: Well, all right, <laughs> we'll we'll hopefully get you there if virtually if you're not there. Yes, physically,
3: so. I'll be there over Skype or. Live via satellite, however um, you want we're to phrase it. Pray to
0: the internet guides and the hotel internet there. Hopefully, it will allow it all to happen and we'll have you there.
3: All right. So, next right. time, Black Orchid review, and we really need to get through some feedback, don't we? We've been yeah, holding yeah, off we've, on it for so long.
0: <laughs> but we do always send it, we always appreciate it, and we always, you know, regardless whether or not we get to it on the show, we always do. We always read, read it. it, yeah. <clears throat> and take it to heart. Excuse me, but we do have a public call box you can call into 206-600-6517 is the phone number. You can call 24 hours a day, or if you're a Time Lord, call 26 hours a day. It's, (laughs) (laughs) you know, timey-wimey.
3: Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. It's
0: it's, uh, free. You know, we don't charge anything for it, but if there's any local charges that apply, just be aware of that. And um, call us.
4: Awesome. All right. Very cool. All
0: right. Well, you guys well,
4: enjoy the rest of your day. Going back you too, to that, mate. Going what? back to trying to get some sun, rubbing that in one more time. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> let's uh, you. let's uh, <laughs> say
0: goodbye to our listeners and we'll call it a wrap. So, cheers, goodbye, everyone. Sisters. Goodbye, listeners.
4: Bye. Goodbye, Duncan. See goodbye. you this weekend. <laughs> or, no, see, uh, sorry, see you that weekend uh, starting with LobbyCon. Yes. <laughs> hey,
3: hell yeah. Awesome.
0: been listening to Doctor Who Pachak, presented by the fan run Gallifrey Embassy.org. Doctor Who is owned and trademarked by the BBC Doctor Who Pachak is not affiliated with the BBC in any way Doctor Who Podchalk theme music by Jeff Smith at thejeffsmith.com this has been in production of Art Trap Productions and is presented to you by the Gallifreyan Embassy and has been made possible in part by supporting subscribers and donations from listeners like you. This episode is also supported by the Podshock Podcast Companion app for the iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch, now available in the iTunes App Store.
2: Sorry, no time. Mustache.
1: Come back later.